It's your girl, Davida Chanel, coming to you with yet another podcast. And before you say, Oh my God, how many podcasts is this girl going to have? This girl has a lot to say because she's in the house with just her man and her bonus kid. So as much as I love them, my conversations have not been varied. And one thing I really, really miss talking about is TV. And right now, um, I just, I've become captivated by a show and I have to talk about it. I have to share. And I'm so inspired by my bonus kid because she has a podcast where she just talks about her favorite book. And I don't know that world, but um, hey, it works for her and it inspired me. So here we go. I am starting a new podcast about this amazing show I'm watching called... HBO's Game of Thrones. Oh my fucking God. Yes, I am so late to the party. I didn't even want to go to the party. I have been avoiding this for years. One of my very good friends, Hey Nicole, is an extreme Game of Thrones enthusiast, let's just say. She's into this show. This is her shit. And she has been saying for years, like, you'll love it, you'll love it. And I was like, girl, it's not for me. Every time I tried to watch it before, it was just cold and dark and miserable. And I couldn't get through the first episode. But (laughs) we're in the pandemic. This time, when she talked about it, um, she mentioned something that would happen way later on. Uh, I don't even remember what she said, but that intrigued me. Like, wait, what? what's this? And for the first time, the way she broke it down made it sound like a, a story about family um, with the Starks. And um, she didn't quite get all the way into it, but I did know, you know, there were some, some strong family dynamics there and it made me want to watch it. And my boyfriend is very much into like architecture and um, castles and medieval times um things that look like of the time of game of thrones so he had been down for it and it was time for us to pick a show so game of thrones it was and y'all i am so hooked i am on season two i'm about to watch and let's just start with how great season one was um it reminded me of the way i feel about the wire and that's exactly how I feel going into the finale tonight. When I saw The Wire first season, I was so captivated because, you know, Wallace, Wallace just stole my heart because his story was just so endearing to me. <laughs> and you saw what they did, Wallace. Man, you, you're a weak ass nigga, man. <laughs> how they did, Wallace. I mean, we niggas, man, BC, remember that? But anyway, we get to season two, and for me, it was like, eh, okay, until the last couple episodes, and I was like, oh, all right, I'm still in, I'm still in, and then season three was amazing, blah, blah, blah. So I'm expecting that of Game of Thrones, because I'm going to tell you, I'm not that much into season two as I was, and I think the reason why is because the people I grew to despise in season one um, now are being, you know kind of fleshed out more developed and I'm seeing more of their humanity which makes me a little annoyed because I don't like them but it's a lot going on 
this is a crazy, crazy, crazy world. These people talk crazy. These names. There are so many names to remember. First season was also impossible for me to keep up with all of the names. I did follow the story. I knew where people were from. I got all that, but... I, I didn't know nobody's name. I would be like, oh, the girl with the hair. Or the, uh, the girl with them eggs. <laughs> um, and her brother. And her brother. You know, her crazy brother. So, I don't know. Um, I am finally catching up to names. I am finally getting, quote unquote, into people where I want to follow them. But I'm also still very often surprised at, at where it goes. I, um... Yeah, there are people I don't like. I, I, it's it's a lot going on. So another reason I wanted to do this podcast was because, again, I just love talking about TV so much, and I could rattle on for some time <laughs> just talking with myself. So this is awesome. But I wanted to. It's a it's a couple of things going on. I wanted to document what I was watching. And, and how it made me feel as I embark upon whatever I'm about to embark upon. Um, so in real life, in current times, it's still um, COVID. It's still a pandemic. Um, it's not a full-on stay-at-home order. But for the most part, I stay at home all the time. I pretty much quarantine. Every now and then, I'll go out to eat. Yes, of course. <laughs> My ass. <laughs> we risk it all for a good taco uh, or hamburger. Um, yeah, pretty much any kind of food. So yeah, um, it's a lot going on in the world and I don't know what's coming next. Like, am I going to flourish and become all the things I dream of? Am I going to like wither up and die? Because this shit is hard. <laughs> okay, I don't think that. But what if I get sick or what if I get COVID? Um, things like that can happen. Am I going to get so sad that I can't see my family? I can't go anywhere. I don't know. Anything can happen. Another thing it is, is I really want to see what I respond to in story. I am a producer. I aspire to be a super creative producer that helps my clients develop these ideas and projects. I'm doing that now, um, but the way my ego is set up, it doesn't really count until I sell some or get picked up or become a thing. So um, that's, that's a bit... That's what I'm working on. And so how do you learn good story? You develop what your idea of a good story is. You you listen to things. You watch things. You read things. You, you, you throw yourself into it. And what better way than to see how I feel about things than to just talk about it as I'm watching something on TV. I'm... Um, I'm watching a few things, but the reason I picked Game of Thrones for this is because, let's get into it, Game of Thrones is good as fuck. <laughs> I had no idea. I don't even know, like, I think it turned up for me, it really turned up at the end of season one, but it had enough to keep me going. I believe that the episode before the finale, I forgot what it's called, I can't remember right now, but whatever that, that episode is... That, to me, in every series is always so, like, yes. But in this one, it was like, damn, all of that happened. Like, I, I don't know. It, it, the best shows, in my opinion, in that second to last episode, they make me, like, get so hyped, get crunk, get all into it, think nothing else 
wilder could happen. And then in the season finale, they reveal all this information that starts to settle in, starts to make sense. I see where this is going. And then, bam, they hit me with a cliffhanger. <laughs> and Game of Thrones did that excellently. I really, really enjoyed the progression of the characters to that point and how how callous they were. Like, you made me watch all these episodes to get really attached to these people. And not only did you just kill them, you like cut the head up, chopped it off, like they can't come back. <laughs> what is this? And that's what happened. And Ned Stark. Can we talk about Ned Stark? It's it's uh crazy to me that I'm so attached to this man during the things we are going through as a nation, as a world right now. Um, in general, there aren't too many um, burly, strong-built white men with big, thick <laughs> hair and beard that I kind of resonate with. That's not my hero type. Um, my hero type is more the everyday clean-cut guy <laughs> who wears like Ravens t-shirts but that's a different story but as a character Ned Stark I don't know he he had all the things he was like a good father even he was a good father over everything else even over a husband he messed up he cheated on this woman but he brought that bastard home and he gave him the best life he could and like Ned Stark. I was rocking with him. I also, as much as I liked him, he was the embodiment of a man who, who, how do I say this, who really, really is a, a, a follower of the, the, the laws of the time that gets their, their, um, that is loyal to a fault, to the principles they believe, you know, the society should function on. And that's what he did. It killed him. Like, it's just... And yes, I did say this was a spoiler at the beginning. And if I didn't, I'm going to definitely write it on stuff. So, this is the type of thing where I'm going to just talk about how I felt about what I saw. So, keep that in mind. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Ned Stark was my guy from very early on. I liked him. And I liked his family, especially Arya. I just think she's so cute, but also fierce and will fuck you up. Like, I like her. And she has integrity. She has heart. She has all the things that, like, I don't know, a good rap song hero has. Like, she's, she's it. She, you ain't, you ain't messing with Arya. As a little girl, she beating up her brother. <laughs> she beating up the prince. She, like, don't care. She buck. And I like her. And um, I really want to see where this thing is going for her. Um, I'm not, like, oblivious to Game of Thrones stuff. I don't know the story or how it progresses. I do know that the Arya girl, or I think she's the one who had, like, nominated herself or, or self-submitted herself to be nominated for an Emmy. And um, from what I saw in season one, she deserved it because she should have got it that time or at least been like among the people because or maybe she was and I just didn't know but she was very very good her sister not my favorite but okay 
I understand what it's like to be that age. So I'm going to give it to her. I guess like the medieval times didn't change what being a teenage girl is like. And sometimes, you know, they could be a little like her. Uh, <laughs> Cersei is a mess. But she's a mess in the way that like Alexis is. But the Alexis of that time, like with all that power. So I, I enjoy watching her. I don't like her necessarily. Okay, I don't like her. Um, she's just ugh, awful. But she's so good at it. The actress is really, really strong. Rob Stark, I ain't gonna lie. He was, he was just somebody in the mix. He, he didn't stand out to me. I wasn't really checking for him. But then, clearly he was. Theon had drawn my attention all along the way. Um, mm his ass yeah he had drawn my attention all along the way and that was it but the thing about game of thrones that's just like one segment of what's going on and that's a whole lot that's a whole big family with some dynamics like i said oh i forgot to even talk about the bastard john snow and i feel awful saying it like that but shit they say that every time he come on screen um so john snow is just so vulnerable Every time his the camera meets his eyes, I just want to cry. My heart breaks for him. I don't know why. I see like real tragedy <laughs> in young people's lives in these modern times. But something about that idea of not only being a bastard, like some shameful dark secret. Like you have to be that in the house of the woman whose marriage your birth put in jeopardy so i don't know it, it's it's just a lot and every time you look at the camera i feel all of that and i like it john snow ooh, yeah so in season one for me john snow just stole all of rob's i don't even know energy i didn't even notice him or i did notice him i knew he existed but i had forgot about it in season one that's the family that drew my attention the most i thought that the um Cersei and James, the Lannisters, they were just huh, so affluent, so and so dirty, just awful, awful, awful. But now, like now that the story is getting deeper in season two, I know a lot about them. So all in all, for me, this this episode was to explain what what this show is gonna be about. Starting now, like I'll watch the finale, I'll gather my thoughts in a more cohesive manner, and I'll, I'll come back and tell you what I think. But Game of Thrones has got me hooked. And yes, 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 yes. I know I'm late to the party. I know you probably already watched. But isn't it fun to see what a first-timer is thinking, feeling, going through? Does it remind you of you? Alright, well then tune in to my Game of Thrones recap. All these years later.